Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You've just come back from your holidays, Colin, have we been saying all week, and, and you've enjoyed some amazing prayer times in which God has been revealing to you more about the truth of what it means to have the fullness of Jesus Christ living in you. You believe that God is shaking the church in this country. Well, I believe the church will be shaken. I think it's been shaken in some ways by the events and of what is going on in society around us and is failing miserably to to meet the challenges that are put before the church. And instead of the the church being really uh, being able to be a voice of God into the nation, it's a voice of compromise. And the church has compromised on so many of the things that for hundreds of years it's believed. It's it's almost unbelievable that, that this could have happened within so many short years. But there, there is always the faithful remnant. There is always the body of people that are holding fast to faith in God's word, to faith in what God says, faith to the standards of God's kingdom. But you see, what, what God wants to do is not for his church to be shaken by the events of what's happening so it just proves relatively powerless to be able to to be light for the world and salt for the earth. But God himself wants to shake his church, but he doesn't want to shake it with criticism. He doesn't want to shake it with judgment. He wants to shake it with truth. And I I believe that what we're going to see in the coming years is the kind of thing I'm teaching this week and a lot more, uh, where God is going to confront his church in this nation with the need to believe, not in the sense of a faith movement like an American faith movement, but of bringing his church back to faith in Jesus Christ. And um, uh, we were talking about the way that this does radically alter our prayer. And you see, in, in these last few weeks, I've seen God answer prayers in my life that have needed to be answered for months. Like what? Uh, healing in myself and in others and uh, all kinds, I mean a whole variety of things, probably too personal to talk about now. But, you know, you, you, you just see, well, this is another dimension. And um, the shaking is shaking us out of the conformity, shaking us out of the compromise we were talking about yesterday and bringing us right back to the truth because without faith it is impossible for us to please God and the church cannot be pleasing to God um, until it is a church that is believing the word of God. So really what you're taking us back to is the faith that those early believers had Yes, can I can I just amend that and say it's it's not what I'm doing. I believe this is what God is doing. And I believe that all this time that I spent with the Lord in these last weeks was God working something in me that I believe he wants to work in all of his people. Um 
and, and that he is going to work in every church that is open to him working in this way. So what you're saying then, Colin, it's as though we've got layers and layers and layers of old varnish on us and, and gradually those layers of varnish and wrong thinking have got to be stripped away and then we can really appreciate what it means to have the fullness of Jesus living in us. Yeah, let me put it this way. Jesus came with life. He didn't come with doctrine. He came with life. Now, it's important for us to get our doctrine right, but the, but the, the doctrine came out of the life. The life didn't come out of the doctrine. Mm. And he said, I have come that men may have fullness of life. Now, what he has imparted to us is life. What I think has happened, uh, of course, I was right, right in the forefront of things at the beginning of the charismatic movement. That was a very, very powerful movement of God at first. It became something that lost its edge because it started with life and became teaching doctrine. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with teaching doctrine, but you see, there, the church is full of people now. Um, uh, let me amend that. There are many people in the church, many church leaders, many teachers of the word that can bring revelation. They can stand up, they preach. A lot of people want to preach. There's great hunger among some people. I want to preach, I want to preach the word, I want to teach the word. And what they don't understand is that they can bring revelation of God's word, but that doesn't produce the life. And I think this is the deception that many realize. They think, well, if, if I can stand up and give revelation of God's word, if it lives in me, I can make it live in them. But you see, just having revelation of the word is not necessarily expressing the life of which that word speaks. So to, to put this in the context of what I've been talking about all week, I think there are a lot of people listening who would say, yes, I have revelation that I am in Christ. Yes, I believe that Christ is living in me. Fine, but do you radiate, demonstrate the life that that truth should be expressing in practical ways in your life personally? And is your congregation expressing corporately that life because Christ is in us? You see, what has happened is I think some people have been content with having the doctrine some people have been content with having revelation of the doctrine, whereas God is only content when we have not just the doctrine and the revelation of it, but we have the life, and we're demonstrating the life, and we're radiating the life, because Jesus came with life, and the only thing that can transform the lives of other people is life. And when we pray, what we want to reproduce is not doctrine, but life. And when we, when we have people with needs around us, what they need is life. When we lay hands upon people, we, we, it's not just that, well, I'm relieving myself of a sense of duty because this is what the Word of God says I should do. But God actually intends life to be imparted and things to happen because of that life. Now, if people really get to grips with this and understand the implications, what how would the church be transformed? What differences would we see? 
What life. Is, what is God's heart? Life. We would see the life. We wouldn't. We wouldn't have to talk about the life. People would see the life. We wouldn't actually even have to in, try to encourage people to come to church and all that kind of stuff, because where there is life, people will come. Why? Because it's the life that will meet their needs. And you see. Um, you know, in in the move that happened a few years ago, and everybody was laughing, and there was a lot of anointing. Uh, what people didn't understand is that what God was doing was was not just to bless people in the church, but whatever, whenever He releases any of His life, it's for the benefit of serving others. It's for the benefit of reaching out and touching the lives of others. But what happened, you see, is the focus was so much on the manifestation rather than the life. And people were getting all caught up with with all strange, weird, and wonderful things. Uh, whereas what God wants us to do is to preoccup- be preoccupied with the life, to be laying hold of the life, to be expressing the life, to be reaching out to others with life. And that life is the person of Jesus. It's not just doctrine about Jesus. It's not just teaching about Jesus. It's not just giving revelation where Jesus has loved you or, or, or Jesus wants to forgive you. It's, it's being able to impart the life of Jesus to others. And the more that life is being expressed in our lives, the more those rivers of living water will flow out into the lives of other people. Earlier this week, Colin, you said how important it is that we remain in Christ, just as Jesus said, remain in me. Now, is there that sense then that we go in and out of Christ? Not not in terms of position, uh, of where God has put us. We don't sort of jump in and jump out. But I think what Jesus is saying is remain in this truth so that the life will continuously pour out of you. Because if you remain in me, if, if you keep in there in faith, you see, then I, I, I will remain in you. Not a blessing, not just an anointing, but I, Christ will be in you. Christ will come forth in your life. The righteousness of Christ, the holiness of Christ, the healing of Christ, the provision of Christ, the life of Christ, the joy of Christ, the peace of Christ, the power of Christ, the patience of Christ, the kindness of Christ, the goodness of Christ. You see, the fullness of Christ, it's there within every born-again believer. But what we so often radiate is not him, but us. And this, you see, is why Jesus said, no, it's a matter of denying you so that Christ in you can come forth and be expressed through you. Transforming truth, isn't it? Absolutely. Thank you, Colin. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 